I don't really feel like sitting on the bus with like a whole bag and me partially in armor, and I'm, people are going to be like, uh-oh, I'm going to call the cops. This guy looks sketchy. And then they're going to go through my bag, see one of my daggers, and be like, oh, what are you going to do with this boy? Hmm. And <laughs> I'm not dealing with it. That's probably smart. Welcome to another episode of 321 Lay On Podcast, podcast for live action role playing and anything kind of related. The artistic side of creating your own costumes, your own weapons, uh, props for mods or whatnot. Uh, with me is our new host, Joe Gaffney. Welcome, Joe. How's it going, enthusiasts? Today we have a, a guest, someone I kind of stumbled upon uh, on Instagram, and I really liked his work, and it had a very interesting... Uh, uh, he uses recycled materials for his for his crafting, and we're going to get into that. And uh, being green and kind of good habits as far as waste is something that's kind of important to me, so it kind of caught my eye, and I was looking at the craftsmanship, and it was really good, so I just said, hey man, you want to come on the show? And he said, sure. So joining us is Joe of Greenforge Smithing. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Hello, all. Why don't you just give us a little introduction. Tell us about yourself. Right now, I'm a 30-year-old truck mechanic during the day, and on the weekends, I make fantasy props, kind of uh, two that have nothing really in common. It's pretty funny. Nice. Uh, that's probably uh, pretty common for people who LARP, too. <laughs> you know, IT by day, you know, wizard Deadly by war. weekend. I, yeah. I dig it. So yeah, we were talking a little bit earlier, but um, catch everybody up. Uh, when did you get started? How did this all begin? I've always liked fantasy, um, from the Dune books all the way up to, you know, of course, Lord of the Rings. If you don't like that, I don't know. Um, <laughs> something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's something really wrong with you. And one thing I guess that I started off, I, I really, I bought the two Legolas swords online once okay i was so excited to get them and i got them and i realized that they're plastic handles with a flimsy metal blade screwed into the handle Mm -hmm. and i went out my way to sharpen them and cut part of my finger off doing it it was great and (laughs) realizing that i was like i just spent four hundred dollars on swords that i could have made um so, you know, that was always in the back of my head. I didn't really ever go with it because I didn't have the materials or the means to at the time. I was a little younger. And I was working construction, and I'm sitting, you know, inside the shop, and it was snowing, so we're about to go home. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, I pick up a piece of gutter from the garbage out in, like, the alleyway from some apartment building. And I go back in with it, and the guys are like, what are you doing, Joe? And I was like, these can be gauntlets and they just look at me crazy so i took one of the angle grinders and i cut myself a pair of gauntlets out and i had this uh like a spray adhesive and i found a piece of carpeting that was next to it cut up the carpeting to the same size that i glued it together and i was like sweet i got some gauntlets <laughs> it's like and an origin story right there it's like it's like and i still i still you have shoot them. the movie of your life <laughs> yeah i mean i still have them they've been about like eight different colors by now um, I use them in my bounty hunter outfit. It, um, they're comfortable. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, these are the gauntlets. They, you can see that they bend for the hand. These cover okay, the yeah, nice. Wow. The design on it's all hand painted. 
That's awesome. And they're like, yeah, like, like you real could take, take scissors, like stab it. It doesn't even go through. Wow. They're pretty legit. Like I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have like uh. I I use like thick cardboard that I harden with wood glue and I put them all you know inside the inner part. And okay. I have to write, you know R for right just in case I forget, you know. But uh, I have a shield, a massive shield. This thing. Nice. Wow. It has like a brass knuckle kind of thing where you would okay. hold it. This is just like hardened wire that like okay. mm-hmm. you grasp from the inside. Cool. There's it's actually there's foam behind okay. here. And inside here there's uh it's actually all wire mesh that I formed on the top of a garbage can. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And most of the stuff, you know, my parents and people just throw out, I'll be driving around, I'll, I'll stop and be like, That's golden. I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, I like that method. It's genius, it's, it's, really. It's fun. I mean, I see treasure in garbage. Yeah. I guess you could, if you want to call it garbage. <laughs> but, like, I, I work as a mechanic. And instead of just replacing parts, we've learned to fix things. Okay. And that's taught me how to, like, what works with what, what kind of bonding materials to use. And so that helps when I create mm-hmm. stuff. I kind of asked this one prop guy, and he 3D prints all his stuff. And I, I don't have a thing against 3D printing, really. But it's where's the skill? Yeah, you put you put like sure, yeah. you put a, a, a syst- you know software to the thing and be like print, bam! Yeah. Look what I got. I made that. I'm like, no, you didn't. You you printed it. I was like, you could <laughs> sand really well, maybe airbrush. Mm-hmm. I was like, but that's about it. Oh, and. So I asked him, I was like, you know, on a scale of one to ten, I was like, say so someone buys this this he had an axe. And I was like, it says it's made up of sixteen parts. It's a lot of parts to make an axe. And I was like, uh, so if you drop it, what happens if you know, because like your prices are kind of crazy. And he's like, Well, if you drop it, it'll probably break. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. He's like, Yeah, they but they have about the durability of a laptop. I'm like, Well, a laptop today is about this you know yeah so i'm like good to know buddy cool (laughs) like you could take any one of my things drop them i'm like at most because like the hammer has um the wood glue on it to paint because they're foam you can't Mm -hmm. just paint onto foam it'll eat it Mm -hmm. i'm sure people who have made their own things out of foam they'll go to spray paint and be like oh no why is it like all dented and horribly looking yeah and it's because the spray paint eats the foam. So right. I use Gorilla Glue wood glue as a hardener. You can okay. sand it. It's a good gap filler. And it, it's strong. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing that would happen like with something of mine, like it might crack mm-hmm. in one spot and then be like, oh, well, whatever. It's still like you get punchy. Like, it's still solid. Yeah. This hammer, this is my baby I call Hammerfall. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw the pictures online, but this thing crazy, is um, all hand painted, all hand designed. It has a metal pole. Okay. That goes all the way to the top, and it has a core of gorilla glue from about here to about here. Okay. This is masonite. Ah. Okay. 
and it's completely filled with uh, more Gorilla Glue and expandable foam, and there's a metal pole going from the tip. Oh, okay. Touching the pole. So before I painted it, I, I was outside my backyard with my girlfriend. I'm like, I really want to test this thing out. I'm like, what the hell? Why not? I'm not doing anything. I didn't even plan on, like, ever maybe selling this. I just did this for shit and giggles. And I bought a melon and a watermelon. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, like, I'll have some fun. So at, like, not even a full swing, like a quarter swing to the watermelon, completely exploded it. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. And to the melon, I did a full swing, and there was nothing left. Wow. Uh-huh. So, you know, for it being foam and something that is, like, you know, nearly perfectly balanced, it's not bad. Oh, wow. It's very lightweight and it's strong. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my things. Like, I always try to make my progs as strong as someone would want them to be. Like, mm-hmm. I look at a lot of LARP videos and I notice that... You know, the people really, they wail on each other. You know, they hit against the shields and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they like to use foam wrapped around a pole with duct tape for the most part for a bofer, right? Yeah. Now, to me, I'm like, that that doesn't really look that good. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, back in the day, they didn't run around with, like, circle swords and (laughs) pop. You know what I mean? Like, so whenever I try to join a, a LARP group... They're like, oh, your weapon is too pointy. I'm like, okay, but it's still foam that I just carved. I'm like, it's still foam. I was like, and I'm like, you know, okay, I get it. Like, there's all (laughs) levels of people who want to LARP, and there's some athletic, some not athletic. There's some people who don't really want to get into the hard hitting, and there's some people who just want to poke and jab at each other and be like, ha-ha. And (laughs) I get it. Like, I love it. My friend and I used to go down the woods and break each other's fingers with wooden dowels Mm -hmm. and i just kind of think that like they should have different levels of larping Mm -hmm. different kind of leagues like like you could have leagues where people are going at it and like yeah i don't care if i get a busted lip it was fun right you know what i mean and people like have a little bit more realistic of a go to it they have paintball like uh skirmish where they have like 4,000 people going against each other you know they get welts like it's their job I'm like well why can't mm-hmm. they do that with LARPing it'd be fun yeah I think there are a lot of games out there that, that you know that you can find like a full contact LARP yeah uh, they still do have pretty strict like uh, they have strict know, requirements they have strict weapon on yeah. yeah I have two of my attempt at bofers that they still wouldn't accept yeah. This is um, kind of like just a gold sword. It has like PVC pipe as a handle with a uh, shoelace wrapped around it for fun. And, you know, it's squishy foam. And they mm-hmm. said it wasn't thick enough. And I'm like, like uh, yeah, that's really hurt. Some people so, do get pretty particular about it. Yeah. After that, the next big thing I did was this helmet with that has two horns that come out that you can move around because they're all metal mesh. And that way that happened, I was out uh, in Long Island at the time working, and I had off because of the snow. I couldn't drive my car. And I had this mechanics wire just laying around, so I was being a dumbass, and I cut a bunch of pieces, and I started bending it on my head, like literally bending it on my head and forming it to my face. 
So I did a whole bunch that kind of looked like uh, one of those, like uh, a hat drying kind okay, of crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just, I went in the basement. I knew I had this wire mesh from when my parents made like a little buddy hut. And I cut up like a nice jaw piece that has a point for the nose. And I just kind of filled everything in. I used maybe like two rolls of duct tape to make it. But uh, after I made that, I was like, I can't stop with just the helmet. I was like, what good is a helmet if I don't have a chest piece? Uh-huh. So I made a chest piece, which led to leg pieces. And I was like, sweet, I have a full suit of armor. And I I was like, what colors are painted? And it was at first a um, like a really nice metallic blue that changed to a copper i did like a color shift paint it was really cool and it was modeled after my car because i have a blue car with like copper wheels that's cool after i did that one it just kind of took off i i kind of went to home depot and i bought myself a a whole four by eight foot thing of metal mesh and started making bits and pieces of armor and i have like three different suits now that i interchange and i add on or i update based on i guess stuff that i find at work really i mean sometimes they would break and i'd be like ah, oh, that's easy to fix i'll just like put a nut and a bolt there and just mm-hmm. and, and like part of it like a chain with a clip and now i have that to wrap and hold myself on and all my stuff works i mean you could take pretty much a knife or anything try to stab through it and the way i laid the mesh down it uh the mesh crisscrosses so the blade will never go uh, through okay yeah if they're zombies, you don't want them to be able to bite through anything. I mean, come on. Yeah, you're ready, man. It's multi-versatile. Hey, I, I, was tell, I was telling him earlier, I was like, one of the big hammers I made, you know, that has a big pyramid, I was playing with, you know, melons, and, well, if that was a zombie head, it's the same thing. It'd explode. Yeah. The only way to take them out. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Mostly get your stuff, um, you say it's recycled from work? Is it just stuff that's junked, or... Uh, the guys at my job kind of make fun of me because, uh, you know, whenever I'll walk by, like, the aluminum bin, I'll just kind of, like, peek in and <laughs> kind of, like, half dive in. And they see my legs sticking out, and I'm like, I got it. And they're like, really? Just for that piece? I was like, yeah, I could make this into a trident. And I'm like, I have two of those. I'm going to be making dual, you know, trident, handheld tridents with uh, these two cool pieces I got. It's going to be really cool. There's going to be, like, um, I'm thinking, like, a Venetian gold three gold blades held with like a nice coral and the staffs are going to be uh if you ever look into like a pool at nighttime and you see someone like the lights are out in the water and like you get that shimmer effect on the uh-huh. top it's going to look something like that sweet yeah it's gonna look pretty cool so what do you usually do with these props is it you know is it a cosplay thing or uh, just for fun really or i bring them a lot to uh our my friends and i play D almost every sunday Okay. So I have a couple swords that I, I made from when we played like Shadowrun. I had an electric sword, which is what one of those is there. It's pretty much just a wooden dowel with a cardboard cut to look like a blade. And I wrapped wire around it that I painted neon orange. So if you turn the black light on, it glows. That's cool. Um, a couple of the stuff I have glows in the dark, depending on where it is. Um, one of my the staffs that I made... Gosh, this oh, yeah, one. I saw the one online. It's sweet. I don't know if you can really see the design on it, mm-hmm. but there's a yeah. design in the wood that when you turn the lights off, it's wrapped around the green. 
mm. on all the brown and all the black marks in here will glow in the dark. So all you see is like the swirl design at night instead of the colors or anything. It looks really cool at night. That's awesome. <laughs> and that staff is made, I think, with eight or nine pieces of just computer paper rolled up into that shape. And then I use an expandable, like, great stuff, the foam. Mm-hmm. And I spray it throughout the whole thing. And when it's somewhat wet, I put different spines in different lengths throughout the staff. And so when the foam hardens, it won't bend. And even if it does bend, it won't bend fully. You know what I mean? It, it'll mm-hmm. still have stiffness to it. I mean, this thing is literally light as, like, a feather. It, it doesn't even weigh a pound. Wow. Yeah. It's, it it's, it's all hardened, like, spray foam. I use what I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what I could get, I mean, the hardest part is being like, I want to make this. And then you're standing there and it's like, well, I have this. And then you're just like, okay, how am I doing this now? And yeah. I'll take like an hour just like standing around, like walking around in a circle thinking of how I'm going to actually do this. And like, I need to connect it this way. It, it just takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of crazy glue ripping off fingertips. <laughs> a lot. And... I use this stuff called, um, it's called Rapid Fix. They use a crazy glue and a sand-like material that when you mix it, it gets as hard as cement that you could sand, drill, whatever. And it's really hard, but if you get it on yourself, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, you really got to pry your fingers apart and you see the skin peel away. Ew. It's not fun. It's rough. No, it's really cool. I've, you know, watched a lot of like documentaries and stuff like that, or TV spots, this, that, and the other of like artists who like find junk and like turn it into something really awesome. And I, I think that's really cool. And I know you were talking before we started recording or whatever about, you know, you wanted to go to art school, and your dad was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to pay for you to, to go draw." From my perspective, that was a good thing because oh yeah, no, me, I I actually went to art school, and it like it burned me out from like art because uh i I mean i went to a graphic design school Mm -hmm. you know for commercial art but yeah it it took me like a while afterwards to really want to draw or like you know produce anything like creative because i was just like this is a job now (laughs) oh no believe me i know like being being a mechanic i I, you know i I used to love cars go like i was a whole big into the whole car seat and everything and then i started working and i'm like yeah nope nope my car can rot i don't really care if i got to do it (laughs) during the day yeah it just gets to the point i'm like i'm over that and i rather be creative i mean nowadays i feel people waste their time uh not being creative not being able to make stuff with their hands they and just like use their imagination in general i feel like everything's force-fed to them their the knowledge uh what they should be thinking what they should be doing and you don't see anyone really thinking for themselves like how could i use garbage to make something fun for someone um i don't know if you guys know like the type of flooring that like you can kind of like push together it's like almost like a plasticky type they come in long boxes at like Home Depot. It's like a quick flooring. Oh yeah, yeah. Hammer it together. To give you an example, you know, I, I work on RVs, so I had to redo a whole floor, and I had like a whole bunch of pieces left over that I cut. So you know, because the angles and whatnot, and this dagger, 
is actually the whole blade is made from a piece of flooring. It's mm-hmm. just cool. like a it's like a, a rubberized kind of floor, and it has a real wooden handle uh, hilt with a you know leaf and everything. But it started off like this, like you can see with the oh yeah, and like another handle right here. Oh nice, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's it's durable. I mean, clearly this is not something you'd bring to LARP. I mean, you'd right because it's a prop or something. Yeah, this, they're quite sharp. I mean, they're they're pretty sharp. I give them that. Uh, it's something you bring to D and D and be like, yeah, I got an elf dagger. What's up? And like people would be like, <laughs> oh yeah, where'd you get that? And that's kind of how like I I like I've I've always been a big word of mouth person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially in, like in my industry of work, you know, word of mouth means something if you're good at it. Sure. So if I'm spending like $200 on, on something, I expect it to have $200 worth of value to it, like what it is. You know, I don't expect it to be flimsy and crappy. Like I want something to be mm-hmm. worth it. And coming from someone who's like been through the struggle of being constantly broke all the time, I think that... For something handmade and for recycled products, you won't find something as strong. Mm-hmm. That's you, cool, man. you won't because like I I I mess with my own stuff, and like if I drop it, I'm like, oh no! I'm like, oh, it's fine. So I'm like, <laughs> it's you know I bought stuff that I drop and it breaks. Mm, yeah. Like if I make something for LARP, I would love to make like say like a real nice bofer with like different kind of like you know edges and whatnot, but still padded. And I just want to like stand out, like yeah. complete, be completely different. Like I, I've had people ask me, "Oh, hey, can you make me a, you know, uh, a weapon from this anime?" And I'm just like, "No, I don't want to." <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I what, what fun is copying somebody else's idea? Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I mean, I I see it all the time, and I'm just like, that's great. Like you can replicate something somebody else did. Yeah, and there's people out there that do that, that that love to do that, love to replicate stuff. But I mean, like, you're doing your own thing. You're you're an, you're an artist, artist. You know what I mean? Like, you're in it for the for the creativity, because right. you know, like you said, you dive in for that one piece, and you and and then in a way, like it's like you see the final product before you know it. it the inspiration is already there, and you're right. already like at the like you can already see the finished product before you're even you know, started, and that that's really cool. I mean, yeah, like this, the one green dagger I just showed you, it started off as a sketch. You know, I I got to work early, and I'm like, I'm sitting there just waiting, and, you know, this girl asked me she, about an idea, and I'm like, yeah, like, I could, I could definitely just, like, whip something up real quick, and I came up, and, like, this is the first thing that I came up with. Nice. And it kind of looks like the blade. I mean, it's not perfect, yeah. it's not... Everything I make, I could be like, oh, yeah, it'll look like this. And then when they get it, it's like, well, it doesn't. I'm like, yeah, I changed it. Like, it, <laughs> like something different came to my mind as I was making it, and it worked. It looked better, and I went with it. And to be honest, about 100% of my things have become like, are like that. Sure, yeah. I've, I've, I've never really just been like, this is how I'm going to make it. This is how it's going to look. Everything I've made has been started off as an idea and then it just forms into whatever it forms into based on like like when i told you about how foam would melt 
I had that problem with that one hammer. So what I do, I reharden the sessions that melted to make it look like it's an old stone. Mm-hmm. So like, I worked yeah, with how solving and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's that's the hardest. I and I give the people who who make props and are good at it. Like I I give them props because like they figured things out. Like it blew my mind when I saw someone saran wrap their body and then they put duct tape and they're like yeah. i have a mold for armor i was like <gasps> i was like you shouldn't show me that i was like damn it and <laughs> three I'm or four like, sets later <laughs> yeah I, I like every morning i'm like i wrap like you know my sandwich i'm like this could be my leg this could be my top of my head i'm like god <laughs> i was like why am i doing this and it's 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 bad like my friends you know the other people at my job they make fun of me for because i i'll just be walking around i'm looking down the ground they're like there's nothing there joe i'm like what i'm like i'm not looking for something so trying to turn yeah, stuff sure. into other stuff yeah i came back uh from lunch one time and i told them i was like hey if you guys see some like bubble wrap uh, and like a tube for like packaging i was like can you please like just put it aside I came back from lunch, and all over my entire like workbench and everything are like massive amounts of bubble wrap. <laughs> and I'm standing there. I'm like, I hate all of you, because <laughs> what I mean, massive amounts. I mean, it took me like a good 15 minutes just to get to my toolbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just, it, just trying to be helpful. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. I mean, I, I still took it, but like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pass that much up. That's like a lot of money from FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of FedEx, it cost me like fifty bucks to ship something to Canada. That's ridiculous. Oh jeez. And ugh, Etsy's a hassle in itself. Yeah, let's get into that a little bit. Um, I know you're kind you're kind of new to it, right? Or has it yeah, been uh, I've only had two sales on my Etsy. I mean, I've sold certain things to other people you know face to face that i've known um but yeah etsy i'm definitely new to i maybe made it like two months ago oh, okay yeah really. um and I, i've had two sales i mean That's the good. two sales that i've made uh the way i do it, i'm like oh yeah i posted up a thing for sale okay the guy bought it it's god and what i have up for sale are like the items i showed you earlier that uh, I've already made. I'm like, and if someone wants them, great. They can take them. I mean, I, I could always make another one. And they're also up there so, you know, people could see mm-hmm. that, like, here's an idea. If you want something with crazier ideas, just let me know. I can do it. And, you know, it's, I'm not very good in the whole marketing thing. I'm not, you know, I, I'm just trying to do it. Yeah, you just started. Do it. Yeah. 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 You learn as you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, I, I make... Uh, on the, on the side, like I I help with the with the LARP and stuff like that, but I I I tried to sell like props or get into selling it, and I just kind of like gave up because like I don't have that kind of experience and I don't really have that kind of attitude towards it. I still struggle just from the whole art college thing to find inspiration to make stuff. Like it still sticks with me, which like it really sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's such a drag on like like when somebody like like a guy asked me to make these like two Nerf. Uh, hammer shot like pistols or whatever and make them look like wild west and i and i and i did all the work or whatever i didn't really sell them for much more than they were worth like i was mm-hmm. pretty much just like yeah pay me for my time like you know this is what they are and they turned out like 
you know, in my opinion, they turned out like really good and he like, he loved them and like, he was, you know, like blown away and like, that was really cool. And like, he took them to a game where like people like play like wild west the entire time. I didn't get anything back from it, but you know, that's, I'm sure there's like a ton of people there like making craft stuff too. Cause that's kind of like the whole LARPing community. Yeah. It's a very hard, very <laughs> hard trade because it, the, I mean, there's competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's hardcore competition, and um, and I get it. I mean, the people who have like you know the 3D printers or whatnot, it's, it's very easy for them to print something out and ship it out. Like I, so I get why like they're like, you know, on top and whatnot. It people don't at least you know from being an artist, it's it's very hard for someone to appreciate or to see like how you appreciate the artwork that you do. Because yeah. everyone is so different, so like what, like when you, like when I make a dagger or when I make something, I'm like, oh, like to me, like this is like awesome because of the idea that was in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had friends say like, yeah, it's not bad, you know. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, how can you not think it's cool? And it's just like, they just don't get it, and it's, it's a very, very cutthroat business mm-hmm. to say the least. Because there's a lot of talented people out there, and it's you know, like when you think like, okay, like, I did that really good, like. No one could do better, and then you look online. And you're like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> sure, but you definitely have your own kind of style going, and like that's you said, thing, anything you make, it's 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 you. Like no one else can really make what you're making. You know, even beyond just like your style or look. You know, like like you said, you might design it, but then it ends up even different. You know, because right. you're working with it. You know, so there's something to be said for that. Like there is, no matter how you how you look at it there's always going to be a uniqueness to your art you know um and it's just it is really tough to kind of cut through clutter and whatever and like you said a lot of other people doing it to find somebody who sees it and it's just like oh i love this the way this look and how he made it and stuff um but yeah it caught my eye right away um and just the way that you made it was super interesting to me um because i'm kind of a similar way of like how can I do this? And I, I love to do things like, like what's the way most people do it? Okay, I'm not going to do it that way. Right, I want to change it <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, and uh, and find, like it's maybe a little bit harder to do it, but I don't know, it saves money or you get a certain kind of look to it or whatever, you know. So I'm always looking for those kind of like unique hacks and ideas and uh, make something look good, but it looks a little different, you know. So yeah. That's why I said, like, for this one I've been working on, uh, for three days, I still can't think of what colors to make it. Mm. And I've been thinking, I was like, you know, someone, come on, throw me, shoot me some ideas. I was like, let me see what I can make up. I was like, <laughs> I could definitely come up, you know, sitting here mixing paints and be like, oh, that looks good. But I was like, mm. I like to hear what other people have and be like, okay, let me do a spinoff on it. Like, and then they'll be like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. I like, I like bringing people's ideas to life it's it's a cool feeling uh the last person who got these two bow staffs from me uh he's like oh i can't wait to get them and unpack them and like when you read that from a customer it's kind of like cool like i like, I'm, I'm gonna make this person happy mm-hmm. in a way that it's like it's it's very it's a personal because it's like i made it for them and it's not like he just went online and bought something that is like they have 50 of these in stock exactly right. the same uh the way I paint, like, the paint job on his are both hand-painted. Like, you, you won't be able to find anything like that anywhere. Yeah, so, like, a cool. really unique item that's 
it, it has more meaning to it than it does worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did an episode um, when we first started with a couple of people that are on staff of, of our game, and they, I know they're both big into like crafting, making their own armors uh, out of you know foam and, and things like that. And they and we were talking about that, like showing up to a game with something handmade and unique. There's something that's really cool about that, because um, it's you know very common now to go online and buy stuff from Epic Armory or, right. or whatever. And you might show up to LARP and somebody's wearing like the exact same armor. As exactly. You. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, yeah. kind of awkward. Who's gonna go home and change? Did you guys yeah. grow up in the same village. <laughs> yeah. Same dad. Same everything. Yeah. Shop at the same Smith. <laughs> yeah, so like you're saying, yeah, when you paint something on there, like no one is ever gonna have something like that. And I think that's that's cool and special, and you know, special. It gives gives somebody notices it, and it just can open up a conversation. You can make friendships that way. Like, oh, that's really cool. How'd you? Where'd you get that? Did you do it? And like, oh, I got it from Skyline. And hey, that's, like that's, that's kind of cool. I like the word stuff. of mouth more than anything. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, to me, that's like it's big. Like it's, I rather somebody like say like i got this from him instead of say someone just rolling across my etsy shop you know that that just has more meaning because i've done that yeah. someone like yeah, referred me to someone else yeah because there's like there's like faith and trust behind that when somebody right when, when you go to somebody and you're like hey man this guy made this awesome thing that person is 10 times more likely to buy it than somebody just passing by or whatever on yeah your store page mm-hmm. yeah, and it it's it's a good feeling. It's like if you get like as you know weird as it sounds, it's a butterfly in the stomach feeling. It's just like oh wow, like I just like shipped this thing out. I'm like cool. I was like next. I'm like this is like, cool. like I like I like making like these like people's like ideas come alive. It's a cool feeling. That's and people who really put the time and effort in that like doing it will know that. There's people who like say like oh. I, like, if people who make props for a living and that's all they care about, like, yeah, I get sick of it, too. Like, just like anything in excess, you get sick of it. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, keeping it as, like, a, you know, business slash hobby, it keeps the fun in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's important. I'm like, I'm almost 30. I'm like, I don't want to grow up. So like, I want to yeah. keep doing something <laughs> fun. I'm like. Sam, <laughs> so, yeah, man, you said you've, you've not uh, been able to go to a LARP yet? No, so find a game or just have to find the time. Or? Both, really. I mean, a lot of them. Like when I was, I joined the group. It was like New York City Larpers uh, for a while. But whenever they had a LARP coming up, I could never make it. I was always working, and days that you were able to take off, I couldn't take off. And they're mm. all the way in New York City. I'm like, you know, not for nothing. I'm not gonna drive my car in the city. It wouldn't make it. And the bus, I'm like, I don't really feel like sitting on the bus with like a whole bag and me pro- partially yeah. in armor. And I'm, people are going to be like, uh-oh, I'm going to call the cops. This guy looks sketchy. And then they're going to go through my bag, see one of my daggers, and be like, oh, what are you going to do with this boy? Hmm. And I'm not dealing with it. That's probably smart. I got into LARPing when I was when I was 30, man. And um, I'm 34 now, so it's been it's been four, four years. And it was hard finding a LARP that was like close – that like had a schedule that like fit my schedule. It's I mean, there's so many out there. It's like which one? Yeah, it's like which one? Yeah, and I was like my important thing for me was like I like I narrowed. It. I think I I did like a search on like larping.org or com or something like that. It's like a database, and then between that, I like 
did like whatever the ones were the closest, you know, because like you said, like car, I don't want to like get stuck somewhere. Yeah. And then the next thing was like, all right, which one has the most Facebook presence? Because I don't want to be like <laughs> with a bunch of people who like don't have like public profiles and stuff like that. Because like, <laughs> there was one. I always reference this, but there was one that was like at, at somebody's like personal property, and I was oh, just cool. like, I mean, if I knew the people, it'd be one thing, but I didn't know anybody. I'm going there like you know, it was like me and my wife, and it's like the yeah. creepy thing you come up with, like the gate, and some guy comes up in like fish nets in a fucking it's like a, tra- like a it's mid coat trap. You're here, Great. wrong turn, <laughs> you know, yeah. or right <laughs> turn, boy. Yeah. It's it's hard around here. Um. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Bergen County or not in Jersey. I'm not. I'm actually in, uh, no I'm in South Jersey. I live like right across from uh, Philadelphia. Okay, yeah, up here it's you know the traffic is absolutely mayhem. Even trying to go into the city where most of the places our LARP events are held, which is Central Park, so it's very like let's say oh yeah it's eight miles away takes three hours to get there no wow. you know it's yeah it, it could be horrendous and i mean i hate the city anyway so yeah uh i just wish there were more like larp teens around in jersey there's really like not that many that are like i don't like, know that, that are around be, at least near me or there would be like your scene or whatever Is yeah i mean it's hard to find people that like don't mind like hey you guys want to get together and just spar tonight yeah it's it's very hard to find that it's it's mm, people yeah. don't want to train because it's like oh that requires some effort. Yeah, I I know in North Jersey there there's like SEA and stuff like that, um, but a lot of that's like centered around colleges and stuff. Yeah, which it's like if you go to a college and you meet like other college people, you know, like it's easy I guess to get into that way. But it is really hard to get into something where it's you <laughs> entering a group of people like you don't know anything about. Right. It's not easy. <laughs> no. I mean, and from what I've read up on a lot of, like, different LARP events, I mean, there's, like, a lot. Some of them could be, like, really strict rules with, like, NPCs. And I'm like, okay. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to pretend I'm, like, playing a video game. Yeah. I want to go have some fun. Yeah. You know? So it could, you know, it's just it's difficult around here. And, you know, other duties that take up time. So it's... I do love the whole idea of LARP. I mean, I would love to go to one. Uh, it's just really a time thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very hard. As you're getting older, like as you get older, it's just like ah, <laughs> there's no free time. Yeah, there really isn't. So yeah, it's it's, a... it's rough. Well, uh, let's end on a positive note. <laughs> Bring it back up. <laughs> I, I feel for you, man. Yeah, just a couple more questions. Do you have a favorite piece of yours that you've made? Or are they all your babies? All the babies are. Special. I'll show you. Uh, no, I'll show you a favorite piece. It's, it's not really something I made. It's more something that I painted. Okay. I got this Ooh. cheap water gun for like five bucks at Walmart, and I kind of painted to look a little different. I mean, I added on the front here. It's a little dusty. Um, yeah, describe it. Paint a word picture for us for the listeners. <laughs> Think of a Gears of War type gun. Uh, that has tubes running across the back filled with a green liquid, which is Mr. Clean, by the way. And <laughs> on the front, I have uh, some metal-weighted sights 
from an okay. old door that uh, like door trimming. Um, I painted them green. That's actually a Mercedes color. It was really nice. And on the handle, I also added some more uh, metal to give the gun weight, and it actually still works. If I want to put water in it. Yeah. It looks really cool. It's got kind of like a steampunk. It is a steampunk. Bioshock bio aesthetic to it. Yeah, yes. I, I really love steampunk. Uh, oh, nice. I got a bag of gears. Nice. <laughs> you never know what you might need to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've always liked steampunk. I mean, uh, I think it's a cool idea to have, like, I've always liked the, the movie Hellboy. I forget the guy's name that had like that mask with the two swords. He was so badass. Yeah. Um, so I, I've always liked like that whole like idea. Like it was the movie with uh, Will Smith, Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West, yeah. Yeah, like the whole idea of like old school technology, but for like a post-apocalyptic type of age is really cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I dig, man. Yeah, that's cool. We'll get some pictures on our Facebook page and stuff. Uh, yeah, sure. So people can see. What's uh what's the future hold? What the uh, big projects working on now or Yeah. What's your, what's, um, tell us kind of your dream like what would be what would you hope to see this grow to? What would I hope to see this grow to? Hopefully one day I could be calling into my job and be like, "Yeah, hey, can't come in this week. I got like 10 orders I got to fill. Sorry, bye." And just kind of <laughs> like click the phone and go do this. It would be great. Uh it's, it's a lot less strenuous work on, you know, and tear on your back. Mm. Um it would be cool to actually do this. It, it's it's very relaxing. Um, I suffer horribly from migraines, so when I actually paint and focus in on working, it it you know it helps. Oh, cool. Have you uh, ever thought about um, getting into like uh, stagecraft or anything like that? With the I have. Um, I actually know a movie producer that uh, produced the movie The Aviator uh, and a couple of other ones. I actually used to teach his daughter swim lessons out in Long Island. Next time I go out there, if, you know, I might stop by his house and actually show him some stuff I do, and which would be really cool because, you know, you never know. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes a squeaky wheel gets the grease, so wouldn't hurt asking. I mean, I wasn't even thinking that big. I was thinking, uh, just like high school plays and stuff like that. <laughs> no, you gotta go bigger than home. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta put in the door, man. <laughs> <laughs> Any tips for crafters out there? Two patience. Uh, don't rush uh, putting stuff together. You know, wait for things to come together. You know, in your head before you attack it. For mm. the main, for the most part, and look, second one. Just let the paint dry. Don't touch it. Damn it. Yeah, they're, they're I like, broke both. Let it dry. It looks cool. Let it dry. Don't touch it. I broke both of those. Uh, I always do too. Hey, <laughs> I still do. I was painting one of uh, the the red Power Ranger helmets that I got for my girlfriend. I have a blue one. She has like a nice purple one. I did for her, and. I was so eager to put it on, and I fucking smudged it. I was like, Ugh! I was so mad. It was like, I was like, there goes, like, there's another three hours of like sanding down that one section and making mm. it work great. So yeah, it's it's patience. Yeah, that's definitely my biggest problem in crafting. Because um, you want to play with it. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> and it's like I just feel like I always have a limited time. I probably have more time than I really admit. Um, but it's just like. I get to a point 
where I want to be like, oh, I just want to get this done so I get this next part done so I can do this other mm -hmm. thing I want to work on. And so I tend to just, you know, not take my time really with like, you know, even like if I were measuring or, you know, making a template and then putting that on something harder and then putting the template on the foam and tracing the foam and then cutting the foam, like, yeah. you know, I might skip one or two of those steps and I'll rush through cutting and it's not quite straight. That's definitely my biggest problem is time and patience. Well, if you do that, like if you, you know, sometimes you get frustrated with like the process, try working on uh, two things at once. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's kind of like overstudying. Like if you if you if you try cram 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 study study study, it's eventually just all going to go to shit. So if like you step back and maybe do something else and then go back to it, mm. you go back with a fresh mind. I know I do that when, at least when I work on cards. If I can't get something, I just, I walk away because I get pissed, and then I go back. I'm like, okay, got it. And like, yeah, a lot of times I do that when I work with stuff. Like when I'm working on someone else's thing, I have scraps laying around. I'm like, oh, I could do this. And I'll put something else together, and I'm like, oh, I forgot. I had to go back and fish that thing. And <laughs> yeah. it goes back and forth, and by the time you know it, you're like, you're almost done with both of them. Nice. Yeah. No, that's a good tip, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. I know I craft, like, uh, every, every so I, I do props or some of the props for the LARP that we go to. And um, this one, this month I did, I had to do two monsters. So I did, like, almost like a full set of armor. Mm -hmm. And then the other one's like a like it's like a monster suit, and I can't give too much away. Even though this episode will probably air after the event, which is like tomorrow, uh, Ashton is a player, and, uh, so I can't give him anything away. But uh, but yeah, working on both of those and like trying to finish that within like less than a month's time is just like it's like nerve wracking. So precision for me is like, uh, you know, my wife like helps me sometimes too because she's she's you know our Art oh, no. as well and um but she's much more like precise and i'm just like it doesn't matter like just we just got to get it done because like half the time we do like mods with the monsters or something like that it's in the middle of the in, in the middle of the night right and, yeah. and you, you can't see like the finer the detail yeah so it's like you know you add detail where you can where you can where you know somebody's gonna see it and it, mm -hmm. you know, where it's gonna stand out but the rest of it's just like you know that little seam that doesn't quite come together like it's yeah, okay. no one's gonna notice. yeah plus they're yeah. gonna beat it to death too so <laughs> <laughs> it might a be good, cool if it comes apart <laughs> a good tip for um weapons for nighttime if you want to have some fun get yourself a can of the uh reflective paint oh yeah it's true it's, it's great it comes in a spray can, so like you could do like a light coat of that, so that like if there's any bit of light, like if you guys are out in a field, at least you'll see a weapon before it hits you in the face. Yeah, actually, that might be a good idea. So we, I was uh, thinking about um, getting like reflective like tape or whatever, stuff like mm -hmm. that, because cause, you know just tape it around like just the the tip of it or you know stuff. Well, like you that. always do cool designs. Say if you like. Use masking tape, right? You wrap up whatever with it. Use an exacto knife. Cut out the design. Spray paint on top, and then peel the tape off. And then you have a cool reflective design that could look like lightning, depending on how the light hits it. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Nice. I like that. I'll write that down. Can't write that. Damn it! <laughs> Giving away all your good ideas, man. <laughs> I Awesome, man. Uh, so give us some info. What's, um, you know, any social media and websites people can find you? My Facebook, my name under there is uh, Joe Drapespeed. 
It's an old nickname I was given because my car was slow as hell back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, my Instagram is at the proper prop, the underscore proper underscore prop. And you can visit my SC store. It's uh, Green Ford Smithing. And if you have any questions, you could, you know, people could DM me or message me on any one of them. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Cool, man. Well, we definitely appreciate your time and uh, showing you. us your work. That's uh, super interesting and wish you the best. Definitely. Uh, keep at it. Even if you're not making 10 orders a day, uh, hope you're Hopefully making soon. something. Yeah. But, uh, but keep up and uh, stay in touch. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you guys. Cool. Yeah, man. Take cool. care. Thanks for joining us, Joe, and sharing us your art. Nice to meet you, man. And here's some, your story and what, what all you're doing. What'd you think, Joe? I know you're an art guy. So you must have had some cool thoughts. Yeah, it's really awesome. I mean, uh, just he's he's doing it. Costumes like art for art's sake, and uh, I think he's like right where, you know, making stuff with your hand is kind of you know with your hands or whatever, and creating something is kind of like lost um, in the mix, yeah. you know, in these times. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely not prioritized in a lot of people's world, you know. Um, sometimes for a good reason, but probably to too far to an extent in general, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, like, his ability to, like, pick out a discarded object and and kind of, like, just his, let his imagination kind of, like, run wild and the things that he conceives is, you know, is... It's, it's awesome you know what i mean yeah yeah that whole uh recycled materials and and kind of green and all that um that's something actually like my wife and i were kind of big on that like we really try to be as no waste as we can um we used to be like really good um but now we have a kid so we had to <laughs> <laughs> compromise some of our values but no uh <laughs> We did cloth diapers for about a year uh, until he grew out. Anyway, but it's still, you know, we're pretty kind of, we try to be intentional about it. Um, So that was kind of what first even, you know, drew me to it was uh, someone creating something that I'm super into, you know, foam weapons and LARP gear, cosplay gear, um, prop making. And from that angle too, kind of was like, you know, uh, you know, two checking two boxes for me at once so yeah definitely i mean i'm still blown away at the fact that uh he's really stuck to or should i told him before he left but i guess he can hear it in the after <laughs> <laughs> it's really amazing and that he's really stuck to his guns about making original pieces and yeah you know original art that's you know i definitely applaud him for that because it's easy to kind of i think maybe get wrapped up into like uh, so-and-so once, you know, like he was saying, so-and-so wants this prop done, and, mm-hmm. you know, from this anime or this show or this whatever. Mm-hmm. And okay. the fact that he's just, like, really keen on making everything, like, unique and sticking to his guns about it, it's just, it's it's really cool. And um, I'm looking at his stuff right now, and I'm like, ah, I want to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, and, and there's definitely something it seems like, you know, the way I went about, like, getting back into crafting was, like, to watch all these YouTube videos and 
people who make specific weapons on like, this is how you make a LARP video, you know, yeah. trying to follow that process. It almost seems like, you know, he created this, these things kind of in a vacuum. Like nobody told him like, pick up that, you know, gutter and make armor out of it. You know, like he's kind of like doing his own way. And he's, I mean, he's running into problems where he can't LARP with it in certain games, but, um, that's kind of a, you know, that's, that's thing. So you can't use it for that, but it's, it still has, that's why it's like stands out. I think of it and it's unique. Um, like he's not just following, you know, punished props or evil Ted or, you know, which are awesome props and weapons. Yeah. Um, but he's not following any kind of like pattern or something that somebody else is already doing, you know, he's kind of doing his own thing. So yeah, I definitely hope that works out for him and people can, you know, notice that. Yeah, definitely. He's, it's, he's doing some unique stuff and, uh, yeah, I definitely wish him the best. Yeah. And figuring out like some of the things he said, I was like, wow, I never thought of that or yeah, yeah just kind of like <laughs> helpful put, tips put two and two together. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Alrighty. Well, thanks, uh, Joe Gaffney for hanging with me and talking to Joe and thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to subscribe. If you leave us a review on iTunes, that helps us out. Um, but just listening, we're, we're thankful for that. Um, like us on Facebook and all those other things people tell you to do now. Definitely check out Joe's Instagram and his Etsy page. We are still looking for people to do some content with. Um, some people who have never LARPed. Maybe maybe Joe will want to do that. Yeah. If you haven't LARPed or know a friend that is interested but hasn't got on board yet, let them know. We're interested in talking to somebody who hasn't LARPed yet and then... Either they go to their own LARP or we join them on a LARP would be cool. Uh, but either way, after they LARP, we'll talk to them again and get their perspectives on both ends and see how that goes. So let us know. Message us on Facebook. And uh, we're excited as we're recording because uh, tomorrow is our LARP event for the month. Yeah. So I know I'm excited. Joe's probably tired already. <laughs> yeah, a little overwhelmed, but uh, it's going to be a good time. Thanks for joining, and we'll see you next time on 321 Lay On Podcast. Are we still recording? <laughs> Should add that at the end after like 10 seconds. <laughs> what, did you listen to the whole episode last time? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I said that. I was like, yes. <laughs> I made it in. <laughs> Can I talk now? <laughs>